0: Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Friday, the 20th of August. Today, we're talking NBA First World problems, the death of an AFL dynasty, and a record-breaking storm. But first... Before we update the Aussie cricket saga, can I just check the replay from yesterday's scorecard? Cricket Australia CEO Nick Hockley released a statement praising the work Langer has done in his time as coach, directly referencing how long was left on Langer's contract and some other pleasantries about the upcoming summer of cricket. But never in the history of sport has that sort of public support been the end of an issue. So now we wait. Well, that didn't take long. Yesterday, Cricket Australia's chairman of selectors, George Bailey, while speaking about the squad picked for the upcoming T20 World Cup, tried to lessen the blame on coach Justin Langer by assigning some of it to the players. Let's not put this all on Justin. As a group, um, I think if you look over the last 12 months, I don't think the Australian cricket team, if you, it's talked specifically about the T20 team or the um, all formats. I don't think we've quite played the best cricket or certainly as, as good as um, I think we potentially could have. And while George was dispersing the blame, cricket chairman Earl Eddings and CEO Nick Hockley were seeking to soothe the pain. Yeah. Peter Lawler of The Australian reports that the two Cricket Australia executives have met with the player leadership group via a phone hookup on Wednesday night to attempt to quieten the continued discontent that is being leaked to the media about Langer's coaching methods. Lawler reports that currently Langer has not been a part of those meetings, which kind of feels like he's been left out. And judging by comments in a recent interview with Luke Darcy on his new podcast, Empowering Leaders... I don't think Justin would appreciate the players being in that position of power. I had lunch with Sir Alex Ferguson. One of the things he said is just remember, he, he is a bit old school, he said never cede control to the players yep. because someone has to make the decision, someone has to be the boss. So you can collaborate, um, but someone has to make the decision and that's leadership. That's the toughest and loneliest part about leadership. Oh boy, this is going to get worse before it gets better. But I'll give the final word to a man who knows exactly what Justin Langer is about. His opening batting partner for all those years, Matthew Hayden, on SEN's The Sporting Capital with Sammy Hargraves last night. This facetious discussion amongst senior players, just last night, about deciding Justin Langer's future. Um, hello, what about meeting about the fact that you're number three in test cricket in the ICC rankings, and number three in ODI rankings, and number six in T20 rankings? Waste more energy and time thinking about that than actually discussing a bike who's a legend of the game. NBA 2K, for those that aren't aware, is the highest-selling sports video game in the world. And it's so valuable that reportedly, at the beginning of 2019, the NBA and its Players Association signed a seven-year agreement with the makers of the game worth a rumoured $1.1 billion. A billion dollars. So in the basketball world, the video game really matters. And for the real life players themselves, what matters most is the player ratings they are given by the game's makers in each new release. I think my rating should be a 99 on 2K. I work extremely hard. I can make shots from all over the Florida. I think I'm a great passer, a great rebounder. Yeah, with everything great, that's why I be a 99. That is superstar and now Olympic gold medalist Kevin Durant openly petitioning the makers of the game for an exclusive 99 player rating, something that hasn't been given to an active player in the game since LeBron James in 2014. So did he get it this year? No, he came in at a 96, which is still the equal highest rated player in the game alongside LeBron James. But LeBron himself tweeted in response to Durant's rating, saying that KD should have been classified as a 99. And in case you were wondering, Ben Simmons is the highest-ranked Australian, coming in at an 84. There's a storm coming, Harry. We'd all best be ready when she does. The Melbourne Storm have been coming for a while, and apparently the other 15 NRL teams still don't know how to get ready for them. Josh Adokar, Adokar to Nico and Melbourne go further in France. The storm last night equaled the NRL record for most consecutive wins set by the Roosters in 1975 when they knocked off the Gold Coast Titans 34-20 to, to make it 19 straight wins and all but guaranteed themselves the minor premiership. No doubt Coach Craig Bellamy must have been overjoyed at the achievement. Yeah, I know, At the end of the day, like it, it, we didn't put a whole heap of energy into it or much thought into it. We were aware of it. It must be a blast at parties. Although his mood could be explained by the fact that the Storm actually trailed at half-time, 16-12, thanks to a double from Titans fullback Jaden Campbell. But it was Storm playmaker Cam Munster who changed the game in the second half, according to Bellamy. He was doing all of it, so I knew he he had his head in the second half, and um, I think we've seen that if he hadn't have come up with the second half that he'd come up with, I'm not quite sure we would have got the points. So now Bellamy and the Storm players will turn their attention to tonight's matchup between the only two teams that can still mathematically challenge for top spot: the Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, who will go head to head tonight. <laughs> Away from Land, a fighting fury, we're from Ahead of the final round of the AFL regular season this weekend, the Scorecard would like to take this moment to respectfully acknowledge the end of a dynasty. Yellow and black, we're from t- Since 2017, a yellow and black shadow has loomed over the AFL, with the Richmond Tigers claiming three of the last four premierships. But in 2021, they look destined to miss the finals completely. And while there is still a mathematical possibility of them making the finals... So you're telling me there's a chance? Technically, yes, but highly unlikely. The Tigers would need three other games to go in their favour and make up a percentage gap of around 24 goals on the Bombers to scrape into the finals. So it's mission impossible already. But add to that the fact that Richmond have been forced to make nine changes to the side that will face Hawthorne tomorrow. And it's fair to say the dynasty is done. And that is your fast fun hit of sport to wrap up your week. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend. I'll catch you Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. listener.